That is right. Guess who is back? Oh, it's been a long two weeks. It is so good to be back with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. I don't know the statistical probability, but it feels very close to zero. The last two weeks why I was not here, back-to-back Friday night weddings. Like, what are the odds of that? I don't go to a lot of weddings. Now it's really kind of the time at age 29 where a lot of my friends are getting married, but two fall weddings. I don't have another wedding for another year and a half. And, of course, the two weddings I have between now and then are back-to-back Friday nights in October. So I am broke, but I'm also excited to be back with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. It is Hick at Night with, actually, Ryan Hickey. Let's go. Let's go. A lot to get into. We will obviously react to what was an incredible game number one of the World Series. Adolis Garcia does it again. He has now earned the Barry Bonds treatment. We'll get into that uh, in a little bit here as well. But the biggest story in sports right now, the biggest story of the week, is what is going on with the University of Michigan, if they are cheating or not. This is my take on it. Michigan needs to be banned from the college football playoff if, if they are found guilty of cheating and Jim Harbaugh has to be fired. Again, if guilty. I'm not assuming blame, or I'm not, I should say I'm not assuming guilt. If they are guilty, no college football playoff. They cannot be able to compete for a national championship, and Jim Har- Harbaugh has to be fired. Because what Michigan's alleged to have done up until even a few weeks ago in filming signals illegally from the stands with video, it's exactly what the Astros did in 2017. Right, The Astros cheated in order to learn what pitch was coming. Michigan's cheating to learn what play is coming. Now, I'm no expert, but that's a massive advantage you are getting if you know what the other team is running offensively and defensively. Like, I've seen this a lot this weekend, and I, I can't wrap my brain around why some people think this. But you cannot tell me, and you cannot sell me, that if you know what your opponent is doing, that it doesn't make your ability to succeed easier. It absolutely does. If I'm on offense and I know what the defense is doing, if I know that in this play they're in zone or they're going to blitz in the A-gap, I can adjust what I'm doing to make sure I can take advantage and or be prepared for the defense is doing. If I'm on defense and I know the offense is, is ready to run the ball to the right, It's a lot easier to stop the run to the right side of the line when you know it's coming. So Michigan knowing what play is coming gives them a massive advantage and allows them for a lot more success than normal. And you cannot allow a team with that distinct of an advantage to compete for a national championship. Not this season. Not when they're having so much success and getting such a a huge, illegal advantage that is changing outcomes of games. Because you go back to right now when the alleged sign-stealing started in 2021, coincidence or not, Michigan has gone from good program to elite program the same time 
the sign stealing allegedly started. If you look at Jim Harbaugh's first six years at Michigan, 2015 to 2020, Jim Harbaugh in that time posted a record of 49 and 22. 69% win, uh, win uh, percentage. Pretty good, right? That's pretty good. Against his big three rivals, Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State. Michigan went 6-11. and 11. And in those six years, zero Big Ten titles and did not finish above third place in the Big Ten East one time. Did not do it. So again, you're winning 70% of your games. That's good. But 6-11 eh, against your rivals, not great. Now... Since the alleged cheating in the two and a half years since this alleged sign stealing has started for Michigan, they are 33 and three, good for a 92% win percentage against their big three rivals, Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State. They are six and one. They have won the Big Ten Conference two times in a row, and they have made two college football playoff appearances. So, again, just to recap. Right, For those out there that do not think Michigan got a big advantage or that the sign-stealing didn't actually impact what was on the field. Before sign-stealing, Michigan won 70% of their games, struggled beating their big three rivals, and zero times finished above third place in their own division. Now, they start sign-stealing. They win 92% of their games. 6-1 and one against their rivals, win the Big Ten twice, make two college football playoff appearances. Hmm. Can we really just say coincidence? Can we really just say, wow, that timing just, huh, it's funny. You know, sometimes that just works out that way. Does that feel like a coincidence to me? Michigan's got a lot of talent. So I don't think it's only Science stealing is that reason why they've been so good and now so elite. But you look at also the numbers and the facts. It looks like it helped out a lot. Looks like it helped out a lot. So if you now are getting this big advantage, if you are illegally filming other team signals and now using this to know what play is coming and now winning games at a bigger clip than you ever have before because of this, how can you allow this team to compete for a championship. It's not fair. It's not fair to the other 129 Division I college football programs that are trying to win a national title this year. And that is why the NCAA owes it to everyone in college football to come to a ruling and to come to a conclusion on this investigation before Selection Sunday. December 3rd has to be the drop-dead date for the NCAA to figure out if Michigan actually was cheating or not. The evidence right now that's coming in seems to be overwhelming. We're not going to cast judgment just yet, but it looks to be Michigan was cheating, cheating big time, and benefiting uh, benefiting from it greatly. If the NCAA can prove it, and they need to be able to prove it, before December 3rd, because there needs to be a decision and a ruling if Michigan should be allowed to play or not. And again, if they are found guilty, you can absolutely not allow them to uh, allow them to compete for a national championship this season. But also, to be fair to Michigan, if I'm wrong, if the evidence out there is misleading and or can't be backed up, and in fact, Michigan wasn't stealing, uh, stealing signs illegally, you know what? Then they deserve to play the rest of this season 
without a shadow cast over them. They deserve to have a lot of this right now scrutiny dropped. So it's not just for the other you know, schools out here to be fair to get an answer. It's also for Michigan to be fair that, you know what, they were actually not cheating or not cheating to the extent that we think they are. They deserve kind of all this scrutiny, all this attention, all this negativity to be gone so they can focus on their season as well going forward here. But either way, I think we need an answer by December 3rd. This has to be the NCAA's top priority, and we need to have a ruling, eligible or not, by December 3rd, the final day, or the only day, really, where the college football playoff rankings actually matter, and we find out which four teams are competing for a national championship. Because this has been, in college football, at least, I think a great, a great season so far. Parity has reigned supreme. We have eight, nine, maybe ten teams that legitimately, as we sit here on October 28th, could win a national championship. Rare to see a field that open this late in the season. It's been tremendous. But how this season goes from great sustained is by this worst-case scenario. Michigan winning the national title. The NCAA investigation not concluding until 2024, 2025. Hell, I mean, with, with their glacial pace, 2026, unfortunately, is not out of the question either. And we're sitting here two or three years from now, and the NCAA concludes that Michigan did, in fact, cheat did, in fact, get a major advantage, and now the national championship that they won this year is vacated. Their wins, quote-unquote, vacated. And I put vacated in air quotes because, as we know, the NCAA tries to do that, but no one actually recognizes it or no one actually cares. Reggie Bush's Heisman Trophy is, quote-unquote, vacated. Everyone knows he won it. If Michigan wins the national title this year, vacating it is not going to... It may technically wipe them out of the history books, but it's not going to erase our memories of this season. And for me, it's only going to open up a wound of just, well, you robbed another team of winning a true championship then. Like, you should have got to the answer now and allow someone else to compete and win, whether it's Washington, whether it's Georgia, whether it's Ohio State, whether it's Oregon, Oklahoma, Texas, you name it. There's a lot of teams out there that can again, can compete and can win a national title. I think the worst-case scenario is, again, Michigan wins, they are found guilty of cheating down the road, and this national title is vacated, and we basically have a season with no champion. That's the worst-case scenario. I want this year to count. The worst thing we can do is, again, have this season retroactively in two or three years from now basically be meaningless because Michigan was allowed to compete for a national title and win one when they had nefarious actions going on that gave them a big-time advantage over everybody else. And I don't think it really, even going forward here, is a big deterrent in terms of trying to curb cheating. Like, if Michigan's allowed to play out this season, wins a national title, and then we're talking about in three years from now, you got to remove a banner from the stadium and maybe take the year down off the front of the stadium— are teams really going to be that discouraged from doing the same thing in terms of cheating that Michigan did? I don't think so. It doesn't exactly send a strong message of, hey, don't cheat or else. 
We're going to come down strong. And you're really going to be punished. No, really being punished is figuring out now and banning this team that's currently number two in the country and the betting favorite to win the national title, banning them from the college football playoff this year and preventing them from winning a national title. That's how you discourage copycats going forward. That's how you send a message. This, this behavior is not tolerated. And that's why it comes back to the NCAA getting to the bottom of this in six weeks. December 3rd, they need to have an answer. And if found guilty of sign stealing illegally and breaking two rules, which is scouting future opponents in stadiums and also then recording future opponents in stadiums, two rules broken right there, found guilty of both, you cannot allow Michigan to compete for a college football playoff spot this year. I'm curious your thoughts here. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. If Michigan is found guilty of cheating, should they still be allowed this year to compete for a national championship? And if you don't think what Michigan is doing is a big deal, if you don't think they got this quote-unquote, big advantage. Why? Why don't you think knowing what play is coming is a distinct and great advantage compared to just having a guess like normal? If you don't think this is a big deal, 855-212-4227, I want to hear why. All right, we are talking Michigan. We are talking right now if they should be allowed to compete for a college football playoff berth if guilty of cheating. 855-212-4227. We'll get your thoughts on this. Also, when we return, we have learned some new information, including now a source on the record of Michigan who was asked to film games, what he did, the cost, and what he was told to do. We'll tell you those details next. It's Hick at Night. Ryan Hickey with you right here. On CBS Sports Radio. If you have been drinking tonight, well, hopefully you are getting home safe, number one, and not driving, obviously. Dumbest thing you do. But we appreciate you for your hopefully having a good night. It was a good time that you join us right here on CBS Sports Radio. And if you are just tuning in right now, it's Hick at Night. Ryan Hickey with you right here. And we are chatting right now, Michigan football. They are accused and alleged to have illegally stolen signs from other opponents by videoing them in games prior to Michigan playing them, decoding their signs, and basically being able to know what sign is coming. Therefore, they know what play is coming, both offensively and defensively, and can adjust accordingly. And if found guilty, I don't see how you can allow Michigan this year to compete for a national title. They got to be banned from the college football playoff, and Jim Harbaugh has to be fired. Again, if found guilty. Those two actions have to happen this season. Do you agree? 855-212-4227. We also got some more information that came out um, every day. It feels like the new bits and pieces and and more more pieces to the puzzle deep uh, do keep on revealing themselves. And now the latest, I think, again, just implicates Jim Harbaugh even more and hammers home the point 
that Jim Harbaugh, again, if this is true, will be fired from Michigan. So ESPN today released a story, and they talked to someone who was hired by Michigan to go film a game. The man they talked to is an unnamed Division Three head football coach who claims to have been paid by Connor Stallions, the man right now, the Michigan man who's at the center of the sign-stealing scandal. And he claims, again, telling ESPN, that he attended three Big Ten games over the last two years to go film their signs. It was actually supposed to be, out of all places, Penn State this weekend. To uh, As Penn State takes on Indiana, he was supposed to go to this game up until this week when everything hit the fan, and now all of a sudden um, Michigan's at the forefront of this of this scandal. But again, at least according to this Division Three coach, who again did not want to give his name out, um, but did want to at least talk off the, I guess off the record, right? Is, is that technically maybe the, the phrase? But um, since he didn't give his name, but at least was talking to ESPN saying that what he was told to do was to video the entire sideline, and then he uploaded the videos that he took um, to a shared iPhone photo album that he knew Stallions had access to, did not know who else had access to, but just one giant file where all these videos were uploaded to. He said his job was to attend games, um, and the games he attended, he was supposed to record every single drive from his seat in the stands, which 20 rows up, looking on the other sideline across the field, and was at least his goal, at least what he was told to do was record the sideline and majority of the team's on-field formation so members of the Michigan staff could sync his videos with others and decode the team's signals payment-wise, which honestly, I thought this was a little low. I thought it was going to be higher. Um, he claims that he received roughly $1,000 to cover his travel expenses and pay for his time. Got it from, of course, Connor Stallions, uh, Stallions' personal Venmo account. Why, you know, why cover your tracks and just kind of put your own Venmo account out there and and share the transactions publicly. And again, he recorded uh, or attended three Big Ten games over the last two years and was supposed to attend Penn State, Indiana this weekend before, again, as we know, this scandal did come to light. So more information you see, again, when you're recording these videos and sending it to a shared iPhone photo album, whether Harbaugh's in that album or not. This just shows you how deep and how detailed this process is and why at least he is going to be fired if proven to be true. Now, on the other side of the glass here, we'll get to your calls here in a second at 855-212-4227. Is Colton Gesser, and Colton is a Michigan fan. So, Colton, I am assuming, and I know you're with me here 100%, and you agree Jim Harbaugh, if guilty, should be fired. And they should be bad from the college football playoff. Oh, hickey, hickey, hickey. I think this is a personal shot at me producing the show for you today. I know Not it's been a long time. I'm, I'm very happy you're here. I'm very happy you're here. It has been a while. I, I missed you, man. So I'll let it slide that Michigan ha- ends up the first on the table today. But, by the way, is this Div- Division Three coach? Is he currently a coach still? Do not know. See, that's important information. If he's currently a Division Three coach, how is he somehow filming all this? Because last time I checked, they play college football in Division Three on Saturdays. So you think so, this guy is lying? You tell me. I don't know. I went to multiple Division Jeez, Three football that, games. I mean, for, they play yeah. on Saturdays. I, I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I don't know how this guy's all of a sudden going from his game all of a sudden to a Michigan game or a Penn State game, wherever he's going, to watch these games. But, no, I don't 
Come on. Are you serious? Are you serious? Michigan like this? Come on. That's why no coaches are really talking about it. There's got to be more going around Former, college. I lo- sorry, I left out one detail. Former Division three head coach. So uh, not see, okay, all right, now it makes sense. All right, now it makes sense. So he's sense. got plenty of time on Saturdays. He does, he does. I was going to say, if he's a current coach, this is, this does not make any sense. But okay, he's a former coach. Okay, see, now it makes sense. Why are no other coaches around college football talking about it? Why are they all kind of brushing this under the rug? And what I don't understand is I, if they're sending guys there, it's kind of silly because you can get everything on TV. If you look at the sidelines during a live broadcast, you can see the sidelines. You can well, see all the not. hand signals. I don't know. I see hand signals when I'm watching games. Do you? Did you see every hand signal oh, for I'm every also not single sitting up play? There every single play, but you you don't you really see, see the sideline that much. Oh, they, they, come not on. every play. Oh yeah, you you're listen. Michigan is supposed to be a very smart institution, right? They are one of the best world-renowned publicly uh, public universities we have in this country. Tell me if I'm wrong here. I don't think it makes. Michigan is not stupid enough to waste $15,000 a year in travel expenses and going to all these games if there was not a distinct advantage getting, you know, that they could get from it. If you can just pick it up on the TV copy, why are they paying people and travel expenses and ticket costs to go to these games when it's not giving them an advantage? Hickey, they also had a high chance of playing TCU. Hmm. Somehow didn't scout TCU. Come on. Come on, that's where all this, like, they got blown out by TCU in that game. I know it ended up being close um, in the end there, but come on. Well, they apparently did, they, they did scout, scout TCU. Where? No shot they scouted TCU. Would you see the story that came out this week? Oh, TCU gosh. knew that Michigan knew their signs. They changed them up, but still kept some of the original ones the same as dummy calls and fooled Michigan. They put up 51 points. I was saying, that's my point, though. Like, you even see what not just – College football, all sports, teams have dummy calls, dummy signals. They all do it. Even baseball, they all have dummy signals to throw the other team off. So you're telling me you're doing the same thing? And, oh, by the way, Michigan's really scouting half the other Big Ten teams. Come on. They've been let's, to 12 out of 13 be schools. Here. There's only, have two, you read there's the only two teams have that you, read you the have reports? to I have, No, 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 no. I'm just proving my point here is Michigan really needs to scout Rutgers Indiana, well, you're not scouting them, but if you no, no, but you got to scout if you Ohio State if code, anything in yeah, Penn State. You, outside many, of that, come on. But you can go to if Penn State's playing at Rutgers or Ohio State's playing at Indiana, you're going to go to those games. Sure, you're at Indiana Stadium, but you're there for Ohio State. You, you're not going to film Ohio State sideline. I still don't believe this stuff. Oh I think this goodness. is a way bigger story than it actually is. I know you got the busy phone lines. I want to hear what everyone else has to say about this. And so I could be in the wrong here. The Michigan man might get I. hammered here, Hickey. Let's start in Michigan at 855-212-4227. Bob is calling from Michigan. Hello, Bob. Hello. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making I, it, I have to tell. I, I have to tell you, you're making an argument here of why, just exactly why, the NCAA shouldn't have playoffs and shouldn't have a national championship. Because of talk like this, whether it's, whether it's permeated throughout, you know, th- throughout sports, throughout universities, throughout, uh, throughout local media, this is the exact reason why. I'm, I'm a Michigan fan, and what? I really don't know what the hell to think about this entire scenario and this entire conversation. Out of, out of the 625 Division I university schools, all the other Division university schools, and everything that's involved so high-tech these days, I, 
it, it really it doesn't matter what I believe. I, Wait, what does this have to do with is this. no national championship or no college football playoff? You lost me. Because because how in the heck can anyone make a determination of 625 Division One schools? How can you determine that there is 10 teams that deserve to uh, to go to a playoff game uh, and another 30 don't? It can't be done fairly anyways, regardless of who your school of choice is and who your team of choice is. So your solution and is you play all... the games and that's it? It's over? You, you win 10 you know, games, you, you get nothing? You, you win two games, you get nothing? You had champion. You had champions on every bowl game. You had a Rose Bowl champion. You had an oh. Orange Bowl champion. You had champions, multitudes of champions. Bob, I'll be honest. This- you lost me. I, I, we're not going to have a conversation right now of if we're going to to stop playing a national championship game and if it's unfair about a, a playoff and who gets in and who who does not. I don't really know what it has to do right now with the topic at hand. We're gonna, just going to move on. Matt is calling from the Bay Area. Hello, Matt. Yeah, hello. Hey, Ryan. Yes, that's me. Yeah. Hey, thank you for uh, taking my call. I just wanted to call about the conversation. Um, I mean, first of all, I just want to say, like, honestly, how is that even cheating? Because really every single team could do that. It's just Michigan is putting in more work if they're doing that at all. It's not proven. I mean, it's and well, apparently there's a lot of evidence coming that, that way, so uh, we'll have to find out soon if it's I'm not I'm getting so much feedback from me, but just anyway. Uh, it's also crazy. Why would, like, Jim Harbaugh get fired for this? That's, like, really just way going out there. Let me ask you but, this, Matt, I mean, really my, fast my, my real point is, though. No, let me just ask you a question. Okay, we're just going to have, have a conversation. Yeah, let me ask okay, you a question. I would love to. Are, would you, love to are you a baseball fan, Matt? I am a baseball fan. Okay. What was your, when the Astros cheating scandal came out in 2019? What was your reaction? Were you upset with them? Did you want them? What was your reaction? Uh, I really didn't. I I was indifferent to be honest with you. You're like indifferent. I have a friend. I have a friend who's a an A's fan, a hardcore A's fan, and like I know there's a lot of people that are very mad about the Astros, but um, I was indifferent honestly. I just think like if you're cheating, you're trying. I mean, everybody's everybody's trying to get the edge. I mean, Jim Let's Harbaugh video is an amazing coach. Let's bring back steroids. Jim Harbaugh is an amazing coach, and he works freaking hard. And really? I'm not saying that he's cheating or doing whatever you're talking about right now, but he fucking outworks everybody. And well, that's again, you can look for me at least. Again, you want to? I think there's a line. I think there is a line when it comes to sports in general of trying and cheating. And again, you people want to say, "Oh, everyone cheats. Everyone cheats." This is what I don't understand. So many people hate the Astros. So many people are frustrated and disgusted with what they did in terms of stealing signs and relaying it in real time. Even though in baseball, everyone apparently cheats some way, somehow for centuries. But even though that is out there, forget that. The Astros cheated. Screw them. I hate them. Now, in college football, everyone says, oh, everyone cheats. Why is the reaction the same? If you despise the Astros, which a lot of people do, still to this day, this week, they they lost on, what was it, Sunday thing to the, uh, to the uh, Rangers got eliminated? There, there was still parades and celebrations at the Astros' funeral because of how they um, cheated back in 2017. If you hate the Astros, you then can't sit here and, and tell me and plead that, oh, well, Michigan, who cares? Everyone's doing it. Clearly, everyone is not doing it. 
That is why we are learning about this now. That's why this is such a big deal. Michigan has allegedly taken this to a level that we have not seen in college football. And you look at the numbers and you look at the stats in terms of them winning before their alleged cheating and them winning right now during their alleged cheating. You can connect the dots of how much this has helped them take off. How much this has helped them now become an elite program in college football and potentially win a national championship this year if they're allowed to play for one. It's a massive deal. This is a big, if you know what play is coming, offensively or defensively, you your chance of having success is exponential because you now can dedicate all your resources to either if you're on offense, changing the play to exploit the defense or vice versa if you're on defense, knowing where the play is going and sending everybody there, you can have so much more success knowing what is coming. That's the reason why coaches are so paranoid anyway, why they don't want their game plans getting out, why they don't want to tell you any sort of details of what they're doing. They are paranoid about any little advantage getting out to the other team. So now that you have one school allegedly out there going to these great lengths in order to steal signals to be able to basically decode what play is coming in real time. It's an advantage we've not seen before. And by the way, how I know it doesn't happen anywhere else, Michigan's very quiet. If you were Michigan, who right now is a center of attention, everyone's talking about them and their cheating. If this was truly happening everywhere, where... Ohio State and Georgia and Alabama and USC and you name it, they're doing it. Every single school that matters in terms of trying to win a championship is out there doing the same thing Michigan is doing. Out there at opponents' stadiums, filming the signals to to decode them. You really think Michigan is just going to sit there quietly as they're the ones getting right now raked over the coals and let other schools slide by? No. I don't think they would be sitting there quietly. I don't think they would be saying nothing if they knew everyone else was doing it as well. That's how I know not everyone is doing it to the level Michigan is doing it. And that's why it's a problem. So 855 855-212-4227. We will continue to take your thoughts here on Michigan. Should they be allowed to compete in the college football playoff this upcoming season? And again, I do have one other thing I want to say about the NCAA about this. A lot of pressure on them. I'll tell you what it is when we do return. It's Hickey Knight, Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. But before we do talk a little bit more Michigan, we got to get you informed and updated on the world of busy, busy night of sports here on a Friday night. Here is the latest CBS Sports Radio update. Marco Belletti.
You can also tweet me at Ryan underscore Hickey in the number three like Kevin Hattrick does. He says, Ryan, you've never played or coached college football. I'm right about that. Although I did walk on or try to walk on Penn State. That's a different story for a different day. Let's just say the tryout did not go very well. Bill O'Brien, uh, I think, is still disgusted with my performance at that walk-on tryout. But anyway, I digress. Kevin's right. I never played or coached college football. This goes on in terms of the alleged cheating when Michigan is doing videoing other team signals from peewee at six years old go to any game and you'll see coaches from other teams in their jackets filming the game every team in the country does it selective punishment every level two things number one i hope if you are cheating you are not there in your team's jacket or, or garb at another team's game openly filming the 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 team i hope you're at least you're a little more covert than that number two so this is, this is an, an excuse I've heard a lot of people say. It happens everywhere. Let me ask you this question then. I don't know the exact year cell phones became accessible to everybody with video. Let's just say 2005. Right? Is that fair to say? 2005, everyone for the most part had a phone that was able to record video with them, on them. It was normal, right? Even if you want to go the iPhone, and let's just say 2010. It's almost 15 years ago. Everyone had a phone that could record video. Are you really going to tell me that if every college football team in the country does this, and let's just keep it to power five schools, right? The ones that are truly competing at a high level, 65 power five schools there are in college football. So you're telling me all 65 power five schools have been recording other opponents with video for 15 years. And Michigan is the first school in 15 years to have gotten caught? I don't believe that. There are a lot of dumb people out there, even in the Power Five, especially in the Power Five. Look at how many coaches have gotten hired and fired for things they've done or said. There's a lot of stupidity in this world. I don't believe that 65 schools hiring people to video uh, teams illegally hiring people to, to film other team signals that nobody would have gotten caught up until now. So I don't think everybody was doing it. I don't think everyone was doing it at the level Michigan is being accused of doing it. That's why I think this is a massive deal. Uh, they have a massive advantage and why if they are found guilty should not be allowed to compete in the college football playoff. If you disagree, I would love to hear why. 855-212-4227. We go to Canada. That is where Glenn is. Hello, Glenn. Hi, Ryan. How you doing today? What's up, man? Well, you know, Ryan, you're right uh, to, to one point that you can't, you can't say for sure that everyone's doing it. Having said that, uh, I, I personally think you're not hearing from many other schools because they have their own way of doing things. But... In terms of if they are found guilty and Harbaugh's at the front of it, there needs to be some penalties. However, I mean, to me, the other teams are just as guilty for not changing their signs, number one. Number two, okay, since the whole world knows about this now, um, I don't think it's fair for the, for the students, the, the players, who are being you know, looked at uh, uh, by the professional teams, uh, to see how they play under, you know, uh, the best competition. So to eliminate them, 
I don't think would be fair for the players. Plus, if everyone knows that they're doing this now, well, great. Now that when Michigan going forward, everybody changes their signs. Like, I, I, I just think it's not a perfect scenario where you could just penalize them uh, and it's over and done with because I think it's too unfair for the players. And like I said, I do believe, like a lot of the callers, that I, I, other teams are doing other things. And it's, it happens in sports all the time. And the other comment I'll make too, Ryan, is you keep talking to the level that they're doing it. Well, what level is okay and what level's not? Like, I think they've been caught. And, you know, I don't think you can put levels of cheating. I, I, I don't think there's such a thing. So, anyway, I just think it's not fair for the players. And, uh, you know, uh, for me, I think you're getting a little ma- – making more of it than it really is. I do believe other schools are doing other things too. Uh, like that uh, person wrote in about. So, and the, the other thing, Ryan, I want to say, aside from that, is uh, your Ryan hot takes. I was the guy that called in and said Deshaun Watson would be not the quarterback by the end of the year. Anyways, it's looking pretty good on me right now. Glenn, you're right about that. Obviously, the shoulder injury is, is part of that, but you are looking good on that take. Appreciate the call. A few things. Um, number one, so when it comes to the levels of cheating, this is how how I would look at it. I would look at it like the definition of pornography. It's kind of like when you you know when you see it, right? I think with this like in this example, you know when you see it. Are other teams cheating? Sure. I'm not going to be naive and say everyone is above board. Or the levels I think are different, absolutely. And the extent you go to and the advantage you get, I think is different. And in this case, for me, it's again, when you look at it, this feels like a massive advantage where, again, if you know what play is coming, you will have so much more success than not versus any other form of cheating. I don't think you're getting right now the advantage that Michigan is getting. So that's how I would define it. Why, for me, I think this is a massive deal. You know what play is coming. Your chances of success exponentially higher. As for the kids, it sucks. It sucks. I just don't know right now a punishment that would work better. I just don't see how a team that is caught cheating this year, even, is still allowed to then win a national championship and have that championship be viewed as legit, even though we knew for at least half the season they were cheating by getting signs illegally. Let's go out to Pittsburgh. Let's talk to... Hammer. What's up, Hammer? Hey, man. I Quick question for you. You brought up the Houston Astros cheating scandal with them stealing signs. Yes. Do you think that anyone would care if the Toledo Mudhens were stealing signs in regards to winning a minor league championship? I mean, if they win the championship and they're a dominant team, is it getting the attention that it's getting that it's Michigan? No, but I think it's still a big deal that you're winning because of cheating. Yes. But hear me out. You're talk- we're talking to Toledo Moneyheads, a minor league team. With all due respect, college football is just minor leagues. Why no, you are is so it wrong such- about that? You are so no, wrong it, about it, that. No, it is. It's still no. minor leagues. People. Do you, do you think no one cares about college football? It doesn't matter what people think. It's still minor leagues regardless. It's not the prof- professionals. You were comparing apples and oranges when you're comparing the Houston Astros 
stealing signs. How? Compared What's the to difference? College, college teams stealing signs. It's minor leagues. What does that? What level? How does? How does the level you're playing at have to do with anything? What's the difference? Because for the simple fact of the matter is, and and you all due respect, nobody's going to really care about college. Can you tell me? You who think no won? one cares about college football? Let's play. You really got to say that. You really think that? No, I'm not going to say nobody cares about college football. But let's put it but this you're way. Can you tell me? Can you tell me who won the minor league World Series two years ago, and who won the call or national championship in college two years ago? Nobody is Georgia. going to care in in three years from now. Hammer about you somebody. Are, you could not be. That was maybe the dumbest call I think I've ever taken. No disrespect. There's a lot of people that care about college football. A lot of people that care. It is. I mean. I would argue, I would say to tell you right now, behind the NFL, the second most popular sport, if you want to include college football as a different sport than just the NFL, is college football. There's a lot of people that care. All right, when we return here, let me ask you this question. Who do you have the most belief in to win a national championship? Lincoln Riley, James Franklin, Dabo Sweeney. We discuss next. It's Ryan Hickey with you right here. Franklin, Dabo Sweeney.